You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Companies are going to define what they do in the crucible of the COVID-19 response or be defined by it. Uh, What should a company's purpose be when the purpose of so many right now is survival, even as the economy reopens? For years, we've seen enlightened executives who've sought the sweet spot between their responsibility to maximize profits on behalf of shareholders on the one hand, and their desire to find a purpose across environment, social and governance themes, the ESG themes on behalf of a broad range of stakeholders, including their customers, their employees and communities. And then COVID-19 came along. And as businesses, large and small, shut their doors and, and millions retreated to their enforced isolation, I think the magnitude of the coronavirus crisis uh, confronted corporate leaders with uh, the economic challenge of a lifetime. If uh, if you think about how things have changed in the last 12 months. I think it also demands of corporate leaders a moment of existential introspection. What defines your company's purpose? What defines your core reason for being and your impact on the world around you? Now, someone I know who thinks very deeply about this is Pepe Marais, who's the founder and group chief creative officer of Joe Public United. He's the author of Growing Greatness and uh, the founder of One School at a Time as well as a a most recent book, which we'll get to as well. Pepe, welcome. You've had a a remarkable career. Have you ever experienced a period like uh, what we've been through over the last 12 months? I don't think the world has ever experienced anything like it. I mean, just traveling at the moment, I try to limit my travel, but when I have to, through business, um, locally, I'm, I'm just blown away when I'm at the airport and looking, sitting on a plane, everyone with our masks. It's almost surreal. And I think in, in boardrooms, in both real boardrooms or virtual boardrooms, frantic questions have the floor at the moment. How long is this going to last? Is this a, a new normal? Are we going to see uh, future pandemics uh, arising hot on the heels of this one once we've got herd immunity? Uh, how has COVID impacted Joe Public United? How are you grappling with some of these questions? Yeah, so COVID, of, of course, impacted us. I wouldn't say severely. We're very blessed as a business. It did impact our revenue last year. We didn't have to lose any jobs within our business. We made a strategic decision not to. And we got through the year and actually recovered very, very well. You know, the V-shaped recovery we saw all over the or seeing all over the world, we experienced as well. And we're pretty much back to 2019. But it was a very tough year. And I think within that, uh, decisions were taken in the maelstrom not to let people go, which is a difficult decision at a time where you've got to think about uh, the future sustainability of the business. And I think within that, companies have never had as much power as they do right now, not only to make the right decision, but also just to leverage their scale to benefit society at this time of crisis. And I also think they've never been faced with as many challenges as uh, as they do. I think CEOs feel constrained to making defensive moves. Let's protect the business. Let's shore up the balance sheet. But really, it's in crisis that we need to show leadership and we need to be bold and brave and show that kind of human support and empathy. And to my earlier point, purpose becomes, I think, greater than it's ever been. How has this amplified your approach to purpose? Because I know purpose is very close to your heart, Pepe. So I would say, you know, purpose is at the core of our business. And I would say it was at the core of this decision because when and we all know people are only appreciating assets in our business but whether we all behave accordingly is another question but our purpose states that our business 
puts our people first. So it's, it's growth for our people, then our clients, and then our country. And based on that, I think 2008-2009 taught us the importance of having good cash flow in the business. So we, we have good cash in the business, so that helped us. But that was a lesson from the previous massive market that the world took. And then secondly, it's still our own business, albeit we've got one external um, investor now as part of our business. And But we all collectively agreed that it's better to keep all our people. We put our livelihoods of our people first and uh, with their lives, but their livelihoods are equally important. And we just decided we want to get through it. And when we get through it, the tides are going to turn and we're going to have all our people on board to take us forward. But I think the purpose that is beyond just profit is what helped us make that decision because we were very, all of us agreed we can forego our, our, our profit for the year as long as we keep our people in place. That is bold leadership indeed. And I was going to ask you how one actually fulfills purpose. Is it about tapping into your strengths and taking it from there? Is it about saying, right, we've got the balance sheet, we can do this, we can take the knock. How did you go about identifying where your strengths lay and how to respond? I think this this matter of purpose, and, and you know, it's, it's I'm very passionate about it. And I think when you're an entrepreneur, you can almost perceive it and conceive of it easier than in a big, large corporation where you might come in as a CEO and you've got 25,000 people working for you mm. with external shareholders. And it's so easy to become all about delivering to your shareholders, delivering value. There's no doubt that money is important for the sustainability of the business but it is still a byproduct of something greater. So in my experience, when we went digging deeper and went, well, do we only exist to make ads and out of making ads make money? We found out that our business exists to grow our people. And the more we grow them, the more they grow our product. The better our product, the better we can help grow our clients. And if we do all of that, then we can have a better business financially and we can contribute to taxes and more job creation in our country. So, so I think purpose is beyond profit. My dream would be for the world to realize that the bottom line is called the bottom line because it comes at the bottom of a massive process and a collective process of doing something far greater than just making money. And Paolo Coelho, uh, it reminds me of what he talks about when he wrote The Alchemist. It was about this power of attraction and also finding purpose. You know, asking those questions that sometimes just don't have easy or definable answers, but understanding that it's often it lies beyond just uh, that that one line on you know the income statement uh, or or the profit and loss. And in your journey. You've had yeah. several sort of crucible moments that made you realize that uh, it, it's about a bigger picture, a bigger way of thinking about this. Let's share some of those key moments, those epiphanies that uh, helped you realize that it was just more than the bottom line. Well, I suppose that's a blessing. That is my journey coming from less means than most, I would say, white South Africans that were born in the old South Africa with all our privileges, had quite a challenging upbringing. And I think I aspire to being rich. So I can honestly say that my approach was to make money. From very young age, I went out to deliver newspapers to make money. I dreamt of my own business to make money. And at the age of 38, didn't make money. And it didn't make sense because I'm excellent at what I do and I'm an extremely hard worker. So how could I not make money? Because my intention was purely to make money. And I think the 2008 nine recession and that whole experience and everything coming tumbling down it was the beginning of my journey to search 
for something beyond the making of money. And I discovered purpose. And it is the law of attraction because I think it's a subtle change. It's a change of self-service to serving something greater than. And I think when that intention shifts, everything around you shift. And I saw a spectacular change in my personal life and I brought this thinking into our business and my business partners supported it wholeheartedly and systematically rebuilt this business over the past decade on purpose. So it is at the core of our strategy for our business. It's the core pillars of our strategy. And I actually believe that that is one of the reasons why we sustained ourselves through last year. I mean, we were actually investing in feeding thousands of of families. I mean, we just got busy and, and, and helped wherever we could. And I think it's why we got through it and why we're in a solid position now, because I really believe it's because we're doing something in service of others and not just our own shelters. And it's that purpose that's attracted uh, some of the best and most uh, enthusiastic uh, people in, in the ad business. You you have this purpose. People know if you work in Joe Public uh, United, it's about empowering your people to discover what their purpose is. You have meetings around this. And it's not just saying, right, this is great uh, kind of guru speak on the side and we put it up on the wall above the reception. Uh, this is something that you actually go out and, and physically manifest and do. And so it has this authenticity to it as well. Uh, I just want to move on to your second book. Uh, and we, we chatted about it briefly at the launch, 20 Habits That Break Habits. And uh, it, it'll help anyone who's trying uh, trying to quit some pretty filthy habits, some self-destructive habits, habits that are holding us back. How's it been? And uh, what sort of reception have you had since launch? Very amazing as well. I mean, the first book really blew me away. Uh, and again, it was interesting because I wrote it on purpose and, and, and on the subject of purpose and to fulfill my own purpose. So I didn't write it to make money. And it sold like hotcakes. And then I got a huge response of the first one. So, of course, the second one was an idea during lockdown, again, wanting to add some benefit uh, through my own learning and experience, because I'm also on a journey. I'm not by, by no means perfect. And I just wanted to put some of my thoughts out there. Um, it's probably not selling as well as the first one. That's maybe also because of the world we live in at the moment and the impact just on, on all areas of business. But again, I'm not writing it to make money but I have been getting an equally positive response from this book and in fact I've had some people that's actually implemented some of the habits some of the very extreme ones some people have stopped drinking a few have stopped eating meat although that's only two chapters I mean I touch on 18 other very significant um, habits that we do fall into limiting habits as as people but yes, a good response, and, and yeah, I'll just continue. I'm busy with my third one, and I'll just continue putting it out there and, and, and try and fulfill my, pers- my, my own personal purpose. Where do you find the time, Pepe? I'm always amazed at how much you get through uh, from writing books, from being the chief creative for this uh, this ad agency, which is the biggest independent agency in the country. You, uh, you've got a philanthropic endeavor, the, the one school at a time endeavor, because education is very close to your heart. Uh, where do you find the time to do all of this? You know, it's it's fascinating. I'm smiling as you ask that because um, I'm also father to a beautiful 13-year-old and I'm I'm trying to be a really good husband to, to a very patient wife. Um, and I'm smiling because I'm also staying towards my PhD and I'm like, where do I find the time when you ask it? But when I think about it, it's purpose because 
all it does, you know, it sounds very lofty and hysterical, you know, purpose. What is this thing? And it's so serious. It's not. It's strategy. And it's clarity. And I think because I'm so crystal vision, including one school at a time, which is part of why I'm studying, I think that clarity actually cuts so much things that I would have wasted my time on out of my life that, I, that I've, got, I've got enough time to do them all because I'm so clear on what I need to do and what's important. You know, one of my business partners got this amazing saying that I've coined. I've, I've stolen it from him. It's, it's, you know, you focus on 10% that makes 90% of the difference in mm. your life. Mm. And of course, I still have time for friends and I do have a lot of fun. So, so it's just how I plan my time, and, and, and I'm also very energized by the opportunity in our country to add value and to make things better. Are you an advocate of Robin Sharma's uh, 5 a.m. club? Uh, we're chatting to uh, Nick Columbus and Richard Sutton about this the, the other day. It is about finding uh, what works for you. Uh, are, are you an early riser? So, uh, look, I've spent some good time with Robin um, quite a few years ago, so, so I like his thinking, some of it. Um, I've applied some of the learnings from him, but no, I'm not. I'm actually, I've got the 4 a.m. club. So I start at 4 in the morning. So I'm an early riser. And that's also how I fit things in. I start very early and I, I gym 5.30 and I do my planning for my day at 7. And I'm very structured. And then, of course, Sunday is my off day where I just kick back and have fun. And in all of this, uh, I think your journey has got uh, huge potential to inspire other business leaders who, who may be grappling with similar issues. Uh, are there any plans in the future to potentially share your insights with other businesses, uh, become a bit of a, a public speaker in that essence, offering workshops? I actually do. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very focused on Joe Public at the moment. Um, we, 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 we don't think we are where we want to be in terms of the value we add to our people and our clients. I think there's huge stretch in the business. Um, and, I, and I think the, the past 12 months has given us that opportunity to take a hard look at the business. And we see this huge opportunity for this business to expand. So, so that's my core business focus. But, but part of my studies is I've been doing um, Purpose for Business workshops. I think I've done about more than 25 to 30. I, I do them when when people approach me and they're interested. Mm. Then I, I run workshops with businesses to help them uncover the underlying unconscious purpose within that business. And so far, I've had 25 successful workshops where every single time in the unconsciousness of often the founder, because I work with entrepreneurial concerns, I've worked with two corporations as well, corporates, and even there, you find that there is an unconscious drive in the business that, that just needs to be lifted up. Yep. But then application, you know, that's our challenge in the world. You know, finding your purpose is one thing, living it is yeah. a completely different ballgame. Yeah, it's like execution at a, at a government level. We've got lots of great plans on the table. It's now all about executing, and we know Operation Villandlela is uh, is designed for that. But we do have a leader who seems to be driven a lot more by a higher purpose than uh, purely his own self-interest, certainly much more than the previous administration. Yeah. Just lastly, as we've got about a minute to go, Pepe, the advertising market at the moment, I mean, we feel it in the, the media industry. It's the first thing that gets chopped in a crisis. Yeah, companies kind of rein that in. We are seeing it start to be um, relaxed and the purse strings loose and again, is that what you're seeing at Joe Public? 
100%. And last year, look, one of our big clients, um, you know, we've got Ned Banks, we've got Chicken Lick, and SA Breweries, a host of others. We've got about 50 clients in our books. And, of course, we went through the journey with SA Breweries and supporting them wherever we can with marketing to get through their challenge with the lockdown. But there seems to be a sharp recovery. So we would probably be back, uh, whoever knows. But we, are, we, we, we felt a bit of a pinch last year. We are experiencing a sharp recovery this year. And hopefully by the start of next year, we will be through this. But in the meantime, my only thing is to focus on what I can control and just focus daily on improving our product and service of our business. Well, Pepe Marie, uh, the founder and group chief creative officer of Joe Public United and author of Growing Greatness uh, and uh, Breaking uh, Habits as well. Uh, great pleasure sharing your insights into corporate purpose during uh, times of crisis. And uh, we've never had a crisis like this. So I think uh, it is now about uh, companies stepping up to the plate and discovering what their purpose is. Take care.